Hello, this is Dr. Clayton Smith, your host of Biblical Information Network, uh, BIN, where the Word of God is brought to you in a plain and uh, practical way. Of course, as I said earlier, my goal is to give you the revelation of God uh, and that you will understand His Word and how you can put it into practical use in your daily life and that you will be inspired by the Holy Spirit to be obedient to what God is informing us uh, concerning his desires and concerning uh, his purpose for our lives. The title of this uh, podcast is LGBTQ, what is God saying to you? And that's the question. But the answer is, essentially, what God has said to everyone. Listen in for the details. I'd like us to go straight to Romans, the first chapter. Uh, Romans, uh, first chapter and the 18th verse. And many of you that are readers of the word, I'm sure you are familiar with uh, the book of Romans. I call the book of Romans the, the jewel book of uh, doctrine and the fundamentals of the faith. But in the 18th verse of the first chapter of Romans, Spirit writes, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of people who suppress the truth by their unrighteousness. Now, this particular verse, I want us to pay close attention to. Even though the title of this podcast, the question that I pose, is LGBTQ, what is God saying to you? In essence, God is speaking to everyone, not just the LGBTQ community, but all of his creation that are made in his image. And I do want to say that God loves everyone, every person that God has made, and especially all creation, but his crowning glory of creation, man and woman who are made in his image, in his likeness, he loves his children. All of us are children of God. Whether we acknowledge him as our father or live for him as our father, he is still our father because he made us. Of course, you won't be 
sons of God, only through Christ Jesus are we adopted back into the family of God. But we are all children of God because God is our Father. So the word today is for all of God's creation. Notice what he says in verse 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness. Underline all ungodliness and unrighteousness. Some of them might say, well, what does that mean? Well, the Bible tells us all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So the purpose of this podcast is not to place judgment on anyone. I cannot judge anyone. But God has already made the judgment call. This podcast is not to condemn anyone because God has already stated there is condemnation in those who practice unrighteousness and ungodliness as a lifestyle daily in this life. So God is the one who has the final say. It's not the preacher. It's not the teacher. Not the evangelist. God has the final say, and he has given the final word in the revelation of Scripture. God's wrath is his holy indignation against all sin. I know we classify and we classify different levels of sinfulness. We lean on the grievous aspects of sin. Uh, there are those who are sophisticated in their sinfulness. But still, God hates sin and because he hates sin and he has a holy indignation a righteous anger against sin he must deal with the issue of sin and he has dealt with it if we go back to verse 16 God said, for I am not ashamed, as Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel. For it is God's powerful salvation to everyone who believes. Everyone who believes. That's the LGBTQ community. That's all the, those out there who think they are saved or 
think they have a moral life or trying to lean on their own goodness. The only goodness that we can lean on is the works of Jesus Christ on Calvary's cross. Verse 17, for the righteousness of God is revealed in the gospel from faith to faith. The righteous um, by faith will live. So the only turning point away from a sinful lifestyle, wherever we find ourselves, it is in the gospel, it is in the power of the gospel. And I know we have laws in this nation and 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 and, and, and Laws to govern us to say certain lifestyle now is okay. Lesbian activity is okay. Gay activity is okay. Bisexual is okay. Transgender okay. Q uh, or queer is okay. But it's not okay. Because the laws that man makes, though it might be legal, it is a crime against God's nature. And Romans, the first chapter, is really informing us that all unrighteousness, he, he gives us a list of other sins. So you got to be careful, those of you who want to place judgment and correct the LGBT Q community, look at your own sinfulness and ungodliness and unrighteousness in your own life and repent and seek the gospel and change yourself. Because if you are doing the same thing or practicing other sinful activities against God's nature and his will, you're no better than anyone else. Sexual sin is sexual sin. Whether it is homosexuality, lesbianism or fornication or adultery and any other forms of sexual uh, uh, promiscuity, it is a sin that has to be dealt with, has to be repented of. Doesn't matter whether it is in the church or outside the church. God has an answer in, in Romans to the Jews who were self-righteous, who looked down on the pagans and, 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 and the Greeks and, and the Gentiles because of their immoral lifestyle, but yet they were no better. And they were supposed to be instruments of God's righteousness, but yet they fell into idolatry. And all types of sin and immorality as God had dealt with them in the Old Testament uh, through the infancy of the nation to, to the very point of the text of where we're at today. God hates sin. And that's, that's, that's one of the things that God wants us to know in this text and in this podcast today. God is perfect and righteous. And his anger has always been directed towards his creation that fell into idolatry, sinfulness, 
and evil practices. And it says here in Romans, as we, I know we read it over and over, that God has gave them over to the desires of their own heart, of their own reprobate mind. Anytime you engage in sinful activity out, out of the bounds of, this, of natural use that God has designed and planned it to be, in the context in which God has planned it to be, anytime you fall outside of that, it dulls your senses. And it shows us that human depravity has no limits or boundaries. So God wants you to know that your lifestyle or anyone's lifestyle that is sinful is allowing your imaginations to run wild and not accept what God has in his will for your life. So what is ungodliness? What, you know, what is ungodliness? What is unrighteousness? Basically, what is sin? Sin is, is selfishness. It is the failure to love God. It is, the, it is to love self rather than God. And your lifestyle is evidence that who is supreme in your life is yourself. It's not God. Whatever your imagination, whatever you feel, you do. Now, that's what the world teaches. Just do whatever you feel like. Follow your own mind. Follow your own way. It is true that God has given us choices. We can, we can make any choice we decide we want to make. But yet, there are consequences. And one day, we have to face God. One day, we can, we can party all we want to. We can make life one big party, but one day the party is going to be over. And you must face God. Everyone has to face God for themselves. So sin is just simply choosing self over God. So selfishness is the root of all forms of sin. When you're selfish, you break the creator-creature relationship. Notice what Paul says in the book of Romans. Verse 24, therefore God gave them over the desires of their hearts to impunity, to dishonor their bodies among themselves. They exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creation rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. God is distinct from his creation. He's talking about idolatry here. You don't idolize or worship creation. 
And also, if you decide to live and exercise your life in a way contrary to God's nature, to what is natural between a man and a woman, what is natural in regards to sexual relations, what is the design of sexual relations and marriage and singleness and all of the aspects. If you go outside of the bounds of that, then you have broke the creator-creation relationship. You are living a selfish life. It is not pleasing to God. You cannot be blessed and the end result is condemnation. So the only way to turn around is to accept the gospel. Truly accept the gospel. When you accept the gospel, you accept the truth. When you accept the truth, then you want to accept what comes out forth from God and his revelation. Then the standards of scripture will, will dictate to you, will, will inform you of your daily walk with him on a daily basis. And as I said, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And in verse 26, for, all, for this reason God gave them over to dishonorable passions or a reprobate mind. For their women exchanged the natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. And likewise, men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed in their passions for one another. Men committed shameless acts with men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. And he continues on with other aspects of sin. In verse 28, and just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God, we're talking about humanity, that depraved nature, God gave them over to depraved mind to do what should not be done. They were filled with every kind of unrighteousness, wickedness, covetousness, malice. They are rift with envy, murder, strife, deceit, hostility. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, arrogant, boastful, contrivers of all sorts of evil, disobedient to parents, senseless, covenant breakers, heartless, rootless. And this is a, a list of, 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 of sins that uh, uh, permeate from the sinful nature. He's not just talking about LGBTQ. He's talking about all sin, all immorality. If we allow it to come forth, we all must repent of our sin. You can't sit on judgment of someone else if you have a, a sinful lifestyle. And any Christian that shows any semblance of traits of these sins, God will chastise. You can't live a victorious life in the spirit flirting with your sinful nature and allowing any of these traits to come out in you. I know people are down on the LGBTQ. They talk about this and they talk about that. But failure to look at themselves in the mirror. If you want to be 
a source, an agent of change for other people and their lifestyle, you have to walk the walk and talk to talk yourself. Show love towards all people. God loves us all and he cares for all of us and wants us to be obedient to his will and to his purpose. You know, sin extends itself through all of humanity. So we are depraved. Not that we can't do good things, speak good things, but goodness doesn't get you right with God. Goodness would not get you in a right relationship with God because we have a sinful nature. And 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 and, and because of this uh, sinful nature, uh, uh, we're all responsible for the first sin of, of Adam that permeated and affected all of humanity. And the only one that can turn that around is Jesus Christ. He shed his blood on Calvary Cross for our sin. And we have to accept him. So I believe and we should believe what scripture tells us. Anyone, whatever their lifestyle is, can turn it around. This is what God wants to say to anyone who living a life that's unnatural in any regard or any type of sexual immorality or relations can turn it around. if you accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior and receive the new nature, which is in Christ Jesus. Three things that need to take place. First of all, we understand that there's a universal need here for number one, atonement, universal need for repentance and a universal need for regeneration. That's a need. That's, that's the greatest need that anyone can have is the need for salvation. Is the need for salvation. That's the greatest need that anyone can have. And so scripture informs us in, in, you know, many aspects of, of our life. Um, for example, in John chapter 12, verse 47, if anyone hears my words and does not obey them, I do not judge him for I have not come to judge the world but to save the world. He came to save the world. But the one who rejects me and does not accept my words have a judge. The word I have spoken will judge him at the last day. 
So God came in the world to draw men and women to him. Not to condemn. I mean, condemnation is there, but there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. But he said his word is true. If you reject the gospel, if you reject God's design and purpose for your life, whatever aspect we're talking about, there is a day that we must face. So the cross brings not only blessings, but it brings judgment. God has a word in Romans. And that word is that sin is contrary to God's nature. But we all are depraved and, and in need of a savior. We're all born in unrighteousness. And it's not for me to get into a scientific explanation, a physiological explanation, or a biological explanation uh, for one's lifestyle. My explanation is spiritual. God made man and he made woman. Anything outside of that is a distortion of God's purpose and his will. And we have to understand that in all aspects of our life, God will make a way out of no way. And we should follow him in his will and in his purpose. I do want to say that God has made a way for all of us in this, in this life and in this way of, to seek him and to know him, to give our bodies to him, to give our minds to him, to give our will to him, to give our heart to him. To do what is right. And to know that God has given us a conscience and God has given us a will to seek him in all things. Our love should be for God and not for ourselves. We are not to idolize ourselves. God loves everyone, but he does not like the sin that comes from our lives. So whether you're LGBTQ or whatever you are, we are all sinners and we need to be saved by God's grace. Seek him and know that his grace can heal. Seek him and know that all that we have in us that is contrary to him can be managed and made right. For the gospel of God is the power unto salvation to all them who will seek him 
and know his purpose. God is good in all his ways and seek him and you shall be found. God bless you and keep you. This has been Biblical Information Network. God bless you.